Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. How many days are you gonna wait before you tired and knock down? How many days is it gonna take to walk away now? Welcome back to the 90 Day Fiancé Rehap Podcast. We're here today to talk about 90 Day Fiancé Season 10, Episode 2. And I'm very excited to be here. Welcome aboard the Hot Mess Express. I am your host and conductor, Puya Zanvikili, ready to break things down once again. And with me this week is my better half, is my co-host for not just The Masked Singer, but also life. It's Liana Boris. Liana, how are you? Hello, I am doing well. It's been a while since I've been here on the Hot Mess Express, and I'm so happy to be back, ticket in hand, ready to go. We're happy to have you. It has been a minute. You've been very busy, as I would know. And uh, (laughs) once this new season started, I thought, let me get you in here before the season starts picking up like more and more. 
Yeah, smart call. Very strategic. <laughs> it has been extremely chaotic. I've fallen off of essentially everything, but I'm here with essentially a clean slate, except for Gino and Jasmine. I'm going to be 100% honest. I did not finish their season. So at least you're here to fill in any gaps I might have in terms of knowledge, but it feels a little bit like same old, same old with them. <laughs> yeah, gaps can be filled if we get there. It was interesting to me because last night you were like, I'm sick of them. I, why are they here? And I told you that because you had missed the last season, I had that feeling to start. And then I mm-hmm. was very fine with seeing them. And they're not, mm-hmm. I don't hate them being on here. So I truly don't think there's going to be a lot of additional information you're going to get from me on them, but we'll see. Who knows? Okay. It was so funny actually to watch the flashbacks for them because some of the flashbacks obviously I had seen, mm-hmm. some of the flashbacks I hadn't. And you just couldn't tell the difference. It was like Jasmine (laughs) ugly crying and Gino being upset or being a little wuss. Uh, Either way, it was essentially the same. But you know what? This episode, I will say, was really fun from them. So I can't I can't be too mad at it. Yeah. And I thought this was a good episode for them. Speaking of which, let's just dive right on in then and open up with Gino and Jasmine. Um, So first of all, Jasmine has chosen to cut her hair. She does not want to wear a wig any longer. She wants to both cut costs, but also she wants to embrace her natural hair. Well, okay. This is one of the things I remembered, which was the fact that didn't Gino at the beginning of last season go to buy her hair extensions? (laughs) He bought her one sample, a singular sample. And she said, I'm going to need like five of these. Yeah, he didn't buy her enough pieces to actually go over her whole head. So this was this is actually kind of cute of her to recognize that, look, this is not going to be possible. And frankly, I think she looks really cute. I think her haircut looks great on her. Yeah, no, I thought it was a good fit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Very cute. Very cute. Yeah. So she's obviously on her, you know, getting prepared on her way to make it to the States, make it to Michigan specifically. And leaving Panama, she says, is the bravest thing she's ever done because she's leaving everything she knows. Panama's her home, her identity, her family's here, her friends are here. So she's going to have a tough time with the leaving, but she's about to leave. However, she blocked Gino. Uh, yeah, uh, this is OK. This was so confusing because, yeah, obviously they had that big fight when Coco, the dog, also went to go get a makeover before (laughs) flying to America. Both Jasmine and Coco, same wavelength. Gotta love it. So I think it was that what the fight was about, because all of a sudden Gino so nonchalantly was like, yeah, so I can't see her picture, which means that she blocked me. And it's the day before she's supposed to leave to fly to America. I mean, I wasn't worried that she missed the flight because it's episode two right (laughs) like she's gonna make it i'm not too worried but i just was trying to understand the timeline of everything that was happening yeah i don't know they didn't really even provide enough context as to why the blocking happened so (laughs) i was just like i'll take your word for it i guess um you wouldn't catch me blocking my partner like on the eve of moving to them. I feel like that's a very weird time to not try and solve something and then still get on the plane. Well, that's why it felt like such classic Gino and Jasmine, right? This is their dynamic. This sort of, uh, I get mad, I block you. And we they're not unique in this. We see this with a lot of 90-day couples where on social media, you can just like block them and then that can be the sign of, I'm really mad at you. But I guess thankfully, Jasmine had plenty of hours on the plane to 
rethink her relationship <laughs> as she's flying to the United States. And then when they met, it seemed like they were on super good terms. I couldn't tell that they had fought before. So, yeah, I mean, the whole thing with Gino saying, yes. Yeah, so the way I figured out I'm blocked is that my, her photo is not on the screen. And usually her photo is there if it's not I'm blocked. And I thought, well, this isn't going to be good. She ends up, let's just fast. She gets to the airport. They have a loving embrace and they pinky promise. No more fights. Liana, as a couple on this panel, is that, is that canon? If we pinky promise, it's you don't fight anymore. Yeah, I think that's actually how it works. Uh, move over <laughs> marriage vows. The pinky promise is in town. There's yeah, a new pinky promise in town. It's so funny because it's not. I mean, it's not just like, oh, we pinky promise we're never going to fight again. It's Gino and Jasmine. Gino says when he's talking about that she's blocked him, he's like, yeah, well, we have 90 days to figure out if this is good or not good. And you're starting with being blocked on social media. I was like, Gino, maybe that's evidence uh, to support that maybe this is not good. But I will say they were kind of cute this episode in general, like when they, she gets to the airport and their little reunion, although not a huge fan of just like letting Coco and the stroller just roll away to the baggage claim. I was half expecting Coco to just like, all right, you're going to be picked up by a new family. Now Coco was trying to get a, get, this was the long con for Coco to make it to the States and find a new life, but they, they prevented her. That's actually what it was about. You know, we the the joke is like, oh, they come to America for the green card. It's actually Coco who's coming to America for the green card. Coco's like, I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, go on, Coco. Four for you, Coco. Okay. So here's the thing. The big thing that I've been waiting for is I want Jasmine to experience Michigan. We know she's not with the cold climate. I want her to see this house of Geno's that we've seen before. Oh, my God. And first of all, not only was she shocked by how cold it was, she was terrified of dying of hypothermia. (laughs) You're fine. Do you know when she moved? Like, do you have any type of idea of when, like what month? The thing is, they she had just moved to the States when they did the reunion for sorry, the tell all for the previous season. So I and I went looking sleuthing to try and figure out if I could find it, but I was ultimately unable to. So I think what I'm going to do is maybe in the midst of this podcast, I'll try and like sneak on to their instagrams and see if uh, we have a date or anything okay yeah it's not super important but it just in terms of looking forward because to me yeah it looked cold but there wasn't like a ton of snow on the ground and the michigan winters can be brutal so i'm a little nervous for jasmine if this is say november or december (laughs) and she's gonna have to get through jan feb and march all in uh in michigan i don't think yeah i'm not sure yeah, because she was did not seemingly have a winter coat. I'm hoping that Gino, despite the fact that he quit his freaking job, can afford to buy her a winter coat because Lord knows they're not getting a bed anytime soon. That was a choice from him. I still okay, don't understand the logic. Same every single time. And then also what is weird to me is that he didn't tell her. So yeah. when we met Gino and Jasmine. He wasn't working, right? 
when like we initially very, very met first. him? Yeah, when we initially met them, I don't think he was working because of that same thing so that she could know where he was at all times. He was oh, like God. living off his savings or something. Oh my That's God, what that I is what, remember. yes, 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 yes. I remember this as well. So, so I can understand the logic of, oh, I'm going to take maybe even a leave of absence from work for a month or something to help their partner acclimate to their new environment. But quit straight quitting like that's what I didn't even understand in episode one. He quit his job or he took a leave of absence. And in this episode, he did say, I quit my job, which well, so, you're the sole support. I, I just I, I don't I, I don't understand. So here's how I understood it is that he wanted to take a prolonged amount of time off. And ultimately ends up quitting. And then if there's a, if they're available later, he'll jump back in the workforce. But I don't think he was uh, permitted to take as much time as he wanted off, off while But employed. how much time I, uh, and like, did they not discuss this beforehand? Well, that's the thing is that they didn't, I think for him, he thinks that his presence there will be the cushion for her to transition into living here with him. And it'll be a more comfortable living situation when he's with her and able to like spend time with her while she's on the move. The issue being where's the money? There's no money coming in and you are already a very thrifty fella. You're not going to want to spend a lot. And Jasmine's obviously going to come in and have some opinions of the way your house is because we haven't even gotten his house tour yet, but there are some big improvements on the wish list. But also the wedding. And I understand uh, she used the dress money for, for her BBL, but there's other expenses. So, like, let's say Gino had accounted for the dress. Okay, so the dress is taken care of. Well, he did. <laughs> he accounted for well, the dress. Yeah, I know. And we see that in the, ne- <laughs> in the next time on. But there's also a lot of other expenses, I'm sure, that Jasmine is going to want to go along with that. So I just, I just don't understand how this is a smart financial decision, but it's 90 day. It's not like people are making uh, smart decisions. Because with us, I would have loved to have taken a lot of time off when you moved here on the K-1. But... That was never going to happen. We had bills to pay and I was the only person who could work like that. That was not possible, right? I worked. I worked a nice smile. You did. Yes. You worked a nice smile. Uh, Doesn't pay. (laughs) Doesn't really pay the rent, though. If if I'm being honest with you. Hey, I smiled at you and you paid rent. So it paid the rent. Oh, shut up. (laughs) 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 Would like, would you have wanted me to take like a month off? Here's the thing. No. Um, but also I, okay. So here's, so obviously I moved in at a very tough time. Cause the, it was, we were in the lockdown, the pandemic mm-hmm. had just like started really. So mm-hmm. we were locked in together practically the entire time anyway. But if we hadn't, if I'm playing that mental exercise, I think I would have been fine. Because I'm a, I'm already a bit of a homebody and like, you know, if I'm connected to the Wi-Fi, I'm connected to the world. I'm connected <laughs> to my family. I'm connected to my friends. So I'm not like feeling lonely and mm-hmm. I don't mind throwing headphones on and going for a walk and like discovering places and like, you know, getting a little coffee here and there. So I think I would have been fine. Um, ultimately, um, I mean, I think some time off if we were then going to go explore would have been mm-hmm. fun. But I think time off for you to just like for us to just be home would have I would have recognized that as, yeah, this is for my benefit and I don't think I need it. Right. I'm thinking, I mean, okay, here's the other thing too. 
I don't really go anywhere also. So like, what are the places I'm going to show you? I'm going to show you the grocery store. I guess my yoga studio, <laughs> I would have shown you at the time. Like, yeah, you're like, like, this is where I tried a lavender latte that one time. Like, okay. <laughs> you're yeah, right. Nice. Exactly. Hey, yeah, this is the park that sometimes I like to go sit at and eat a croissant in the mornings on Sunday. I'm like, like, I want to like- learn those things. You know, it's very sweet. I, I, one of the things I have loved about when I moved here was being like, oh my God, we've spoken while you were here. I remember us having this very important conversation and you were standing in that spot outside your bed. Like, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. I loved, but you don't need to take time off to show me those things. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm so, I'm so curious how this is going to go with them together, so, essentially 24 seven. Yeah. And, and this is them. We are us for them. Mm-hmm. I would argue that Gino not being around 24 seven would make them fight less. Um, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe that is good. I, I, I will say, because we can we can get into the how like so she by the way, all of Jasmine's quotes pretty much from like here on out were so gold because when they come out of the airport with the cold weather and she's like, you have smoke coming out of your mouth. (laughs) This place screams depression. God doesn't want people to live here. All of those quotes. I was laughing so hard, which is, by the way, God didn't want people to live here is also how I feel about the middle of Arizona. (laughs) This is not supposed to be habitable. Anyway, that was so funny from her. I'm not going to not to shatter the illusion. She used some of these lines in the tell all already. Um, oh really? Oh, yeah. So I don't know where they originated. If it was here, in the, <laughs> she was like, "Oh, they love this." Oh, it actually would have been here because this was recorded probably before, before they went to New York for the tell all. So yeah, this is she was the OG. Like, yeah, she's like, "Oh, the crew loved that." I'm gonna use that when Sean asked me about Michigan later. That's gonna work. Right. So <laughs> she did. I think she did use "God didn't want people to live in Michigan." So uh-huh. um, then we get the house tour, and he opens the door. First of all. The decorations. So he had put these decorations up in the end of last season when she mm-hmm. went for her visa interview and mm-hmm. she did. She got delayed on the interview. They didn't give her the interview right then and there. So mm-hmm. she got angry at him for having the flags. up. she's like, go stand over there. I don't want to see the animated flag right now. Um, and this dummy had one of the flags completely upside down. Like yeah, the blanket was- one. It was a blanket. At least it wasn't something like he hung the whole thing upside down. But Jasmine is very quick to correct this, how disrespectful it is to uh, to have the flag upside down. Not not the fact that it was on a blanket, but just the fact that it was upside down was more disrespectful. But this was so good because again like i hearken back to when we first met gino and jasmine and what are the things i remember about gino i remember the fact that all he did was eat those frozen meals and he had that recycle bin full of the frozen (laughs) food dinners and we got to see the bin in person it was so great it was playing the hits when it came to gino and we got to dig into all of the other little I don't know, eccentric elements of his house as well. With G- with Jasmine commenting on them, quality TV. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, we, you know, we have fondly talked about the Swanson meals that Gino was mm-hmm. eating. And so she's taking a tour of his house. Like, I'll pass the living room, get to the kitchen. And she's like, what is this? The Is this the trash bin? He's like, no, this is the recycling bin. This is where I put the... This is where my frozen dinner boxes go. This is the good stuff. This is the good food. And I thought, sir, do not do this to yourself. Like, don't 
advertise it as a good food. Then she opens a cabinet and there's just like plates, but then like plastic bags shoved into crevices in this uh, cabinet. Like just use a big bag, a big plastic bag and put the little plastic bags in it. Right. Well, that's the thing. So at first it was like, well, obviously everybody has their stash of plastic bags that you keep right when you need a disposable bag. So everybody's got that. But the fact that it was shoved in a prime real estate cabinet in the kitchen, that to me was the biggest thing. Negligent. That was the problem behavior. here. Yeah. It's like, yes, as you said, all the plastic bags go in one bigger bag. They eat their little friends. And then that goes in a cabinet or something down. Or low, you hang it right? up and like behind a door or something. That's where ours is. Yeah, we have our yeah. bag of bags and it's hidden in with the, the water heater cabinet thing. So it's out of the way. Then in addition to that, oh, we didn't even talk about the smell. The fact that she in the beginning of the episode, she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited to smell the new house and review of the smell. It's dusty like yeah. the ruins. <laughs> Like the ruins, it's dusty. A PSA to all all people who are going to bring a partner over. Uh, candles help. Vacuuming helps. These two things, do these two things and you'll be set. Obviously, also take out your trash routinely. Oh, yeah. And maybe flush your toilet. <clears throat> oh, my God. This man <laughs> left a floater in the bathroom. What are you, yeah. six? And I like how that was, again, the first first impression she's gonna have of the house and like here's Ew. the thing so let's talk about bathroom toilet mechanics if we will there are two types of people in the world there are the you close the top lid on the bathroom aka you don't see the toilet bowl or you leave that seat that up some people don't put the lid up Right? You should always put the lid down, by the way, from okay. a sanitary perspective. Yes, sure. But there are still two people who don't do that. There's 50-50. Yeah, well, they should. Okay. Well, that's not the point I'm trying to make here. <laughs> so okay, well, let, let me cook. No. <laughs> um, Gino is part of the former. He leaves the he doesn't use the top lid. So when you walk into the bathroom, you see the toilet water. That's visible. The fact that he's that person and then also got up and like hopefully washed his hands didn't notice that he forgot to flush bothers me so much because at the very least if he had litted it and then forgot i'd give him some grace and be like well you know accidents happen but there's no excuse here <laughs> what also, is he coco it was not, he didn't know how when was the last time he cleaned that thing it was nasty oh my god ew yeah no so gross i will say the tub looked cute like with the windows and everything i it's thought nice that was tub. Really it's pretty. an instagrammable tub yeah that was like the one part jasmine liked but yeah ew i just i can I am, as Puya might say, look, I run a tight ship. Okay. Like, I say I'm, that? You say it all the time. When it comes to, <laughs> don't, don't laugh. Okay. <laughs> uh, when it comes to keeping our house clean, I like it to be clean. And so I have very little patience for houses that are not as clean in terms of my personal space okay like i like to be in a clean space if you want to live in a poo filled toilet that's fine with me if that's what you like but when you are bringing someone new to your place i mean obviously jasmine's not new but this is our first time seeing it don't like don't you want to make a good impression geo 
WTF. Ugh. But I uh, honestly, I'm not surprised. Uh, he, he hasn't told her that he quit his job. He didn't clean. He didn't do anything. Like, who knows what Gino actually spends his time doing? I genuinely don't know. Yeah. I mean, I remember the first time you were going to come over and see my spot. And <laughs> relax. <laughs> that was way too guttural. No, that, that is, uh, that moment is like emblazoned in my mind. Okay, I'm, then I'm not you tell, the, tell the listeners. No, you can tell it. No, I want your I version hear from your I perspective. Say mine and then you shoot it down. No, well, I will just say that it was not up to my standards and I don't believe that it was close to my standards. No, and I got extremely nervous about us living yes. there because I was like, uh-uh, this is never going to fly with me. This is disgusting. Like, I, uh-uh. And then it turns out that we had a little bit of um, mismatch when it came to maintaining the household. So uh, surprise, surprise. So I don't know how Jasmine is going to fare living with Gino, but uh, I hope for them. You know, she did say that she didn't have high expectations, although it is worse than she thought. Hopefully they're able to sort that out, because I will say that was one of our very, very few conflicts that we've had. In yeah. integrating our lives together. So a couple of things. I watched this and I th- and I remembered fondly that moment because <laughs> now fondly. I can look back and think of it fondly because everything oh. is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember being nervous for you to come see my place, but I remember putting in quick work, not a lot of work, but quick work to make sure it was prim and proper. I would argue that his was worse than mine. It's tough without seeing. It's tough without being in the space where you can really see how much like <clears throat> it's tough without being in the space. So I don't know. It's uh, I will say, though, there were some egregious things that he did that you did not have. So I'll give you that. See, the, I'm better than Gino. The bar is in hell. <laughs> <laughs> and now we didn't go through the fridge, so I didn't see if you had chocolate milk, but I do know you love chocolate milk, so I wouldn't be surprised if you had had some. I love there. chocolate milk, but similar to my love of Nutella, I don't care. I don't hold it in the house because it will not last long. Mm-hmm. So it's like a it's like a temptation that I avoid. Right. It's like a special treat. Sure. Like I never I don't think I've ever bought bigger than a liter of chocolate chocolate milk. Okay, yeah. I think I've usually made chocolate milk myself. I don't think well, I've like ever the Nesquik powder. Chocolate. No, like the syrup. Like you put the syrup in the milk and you stir it up. What? That's I've how never we done made that. chocolate milk when I was a kid. No, I, I would buy either the we would get the Nesquik powder and add it to milk or just get chocolate. But like Nesquik powder was good, but never as sweet as like that sweet, sweet, sugary chocolate milk that you get ready made. Yeah, that's pre-made. Yeah, exactly. Um, so where were we with this house stuff? Yeah. So long story short, um, we know a thing or two about seeing each other's houses and having that feeling. Um, I also had that when I first moved. So like there. Um, Excuse I had me? My, to my pl- to my place. Th- no. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, you did not. I remember because I was vacuuming every 20 minutes before you arrived. So that house was spotless. It because wasn't because of clean. mess. Explain. <laughs> the silence was deafening. It was that um, I was just like, oh, this is smaller than I thought. Ah, yes. Yeah. Well, 
the plan was we were going to move that summer. So, <laughs> uh, and that did not work out uh, for multiple reasons. We moved, but, we were there for what, a year and a half? Yeah, we were there. Yeah, because we, uh, a year, a year and a couple months, right? Because we, we moved in, in August, August of 2021, but we were there. I was there from March of 2020. So about yeah, a year you and a half. Yeah, moved in like the end of March of uh, 2020 yeah it was the end of march you're right you're right you're right yeah because um, yeah because april we got married in april yeah so for me it was like oh this is smaller but again i didn't mind i'm a very <laughs> like, i'm very much i go with the fly i do feel like having been with you now like mm-hmm. i had a visceral reaction to gino's place and if this was five years ago me i would have mm-hmm. probably been like ew but also it's fine so yeah. I, no, I no longer think I could say it's fine. I think his toilet really had me having a negative reaction. Um, As anybody should. Yeah. If you don't have a negative reaction to that, then ugh, yikes. Yeah. Um, then she, she, I did like the line of, if the health minister comes and sees this, we'll get quarantined. I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. how have you made it to 54? You should be dead by yes. just looking at the con. Cause he had a lot of frozen dinners in the freezer and he kept saying that that's the backup food in case we don't want to cook. And she's like, well, then what's plan A? He had no answers. He had a cabinet full of canned goods, just full to the brim of like canned soups and noodles and stuff. Which I mean, we have a whole shelf that's a pantry, not a shelf, but like a like yeah, like a bookshelf. Yeah, but amongst the two of us, we have maybe five cans sitting there. He had twelve cans for him that I know full well are his plan A meals, and then the frozen foods are his plan B meals. Yeah, right, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Jasmine was just the quips were on point. I I really I laughed. You came in here and I was laughing out loud. That's how much I was really enjoying the segment. I like having the context now to what you were laughing because I did hear you laughing and when I opened the door you were watching 90 and I was like mm-hmm. what was so funny. Yeah, uh, it was I this. get it now. <laughs> this is what it was. Um also there was a point where she's like she like sits on the bed she's like what is this? And he's like oh you know I lotion up before <gasps> I go into bed says so lotion. I don't think it's lotion. Well, she said, am I going to get pregnant if I sit on this? <laughs> I Yeah, I think lotion fades. Uh, these stains did not fade. I guess it depends. It was tough to tell. Like, is Ew. it a bleach stain? It could be a benzoyl peroxide. She was like, yeah, the, the sheet, like we're going to clean the sheets soon. It was like, she yeah, just, was, no. why did you do them t- last night? No, he said, we need to clean the sheets. Yeah, the, the sheets need to be clean. Again, why did you do none of this before she showed up? I just, you're, you're and you're not working. You have time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you already quit the job. What do you do? That's what I'm saying. What do you do with your day apart from eat frozen meals? Anyway, which you can't even be like, oh, I was like, it took me a while to make dinner. No, it didn't. You, it took you three minutes to make that dinner. Right. Yeah. And, and, seven minutes to eat it so <laughs> i don't know poking the holes in the plastic it takes a lot of time i will say that. that's the most fun part of eating a frozen dinner is the I love that. the the <laughs> noise it makes and like the yeah and the like stabby stabby that you get to do with the plastic i very much enjoy yeah. that are we are we getting frozen dinners for what? dinner no no i have <laughs> soup i know you do and it's exhausting yeah, well, I'm finally using my soup cubes, which are working fantastic, by the way. Thanks for the update. We do You're appreciate welcome. it over here on You're the welcome. 90 Day Fiance podcast. Why so not? 
Long story short, uh, Jasmine wants a full reno of the bathroom, uh, update on upgrading the bed. And meanwhile, Gino has not told her that he has quit his job. So that'll be fun drama when we get it. Liana, are you upset you're going to miss next week when Jasmine dresses up as a nurse for bedroom stuff? Yeah, I don't really care about that at all whatsoever uh, in the slightest. I don't even... What? I know, I know, I know. We're all shocked. I'm just sad we haven't seen Closet Mom yet, but I guess I'll have to tune in for the Gino and Jasmine of it all. Yeah, that is really what we are going to get from them next week. So again, I feel like very clearly Gino and Jasmine are going to be kind of the quote stars of this season in that they're going to be featured on every single, if not all episodes. So we'll see where they go from there. Uh, but for now, let's take a quick break. When we get back, we'll learn more about Ashley and Manuel. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All righty. Liana, we pick up right where we left off with Ashley. What's funny is Ashley had the exact same intro to the episode two weeks in a row. It's Ashley having a panic attack in the car on the way to the airport. (laughs) The first time it was a flash forward. Now it's real time. She's still not pulling over, having the panic attack, driving to the airport. 
but she survives. I assume she didn't get in any car accidents on the way there. And both her and her sister end up at the airport to pick up Manuel, which so he didn't have access to his like she couldn't message him. But I don't think this is a Gino Jasmine kind of situation where he blocked her. This is probably like a service Probably no data, no yeah. Wi-Fi, or just um the between getting to customs and then jumping on the flight, maybe not enough right. time. So yeah, that's that's kind of what I figured as well. That because he would have to most likely connect to the Wi-Fi if his phone could do that, you know, and that could be complicated, especially if he can only find. Although most of the time you can find instructions in Spanish as well, but mm-hmm. yeah. So I was not again. This was part of the drama. Oh my god, he hasn't talked to me. Did he make the connection? Is he on the his way to Rochester. I was not worried he was going to make it. So last week, Liana, uh, myself and Kirsten talked about the this whole thing where Manuel's visa expires the day after he arrives. And we spoke on it and then Kirsten said that uh, Liana will probably fact check us and, you know, luckily enough you end up on this episode here. So can you let the listeners know and set the record straight? So his it didn't matter if his visa expired the next day. He gets granted 90 days upon arriving. Question mark. Oh, I see. Yeah. So the way that the uh, OK, so the way the process works is you you actually have your it's it's OK. There's two pieces. So the first component is your issued a visa and that visa has a lifetime once you use the visa and enter the United States, then 90 days starts. So regardless of how much time you have left on your visa, you still get full 90 days. What determines the length of the visa is actually when you get your medical evaluation and you have six months from the time you get your medical evaluation, which is part of the visa granting process. So as you are in the application process to get the visa, you go and Puya, you did this. You went, got a medical check, and then you have mm. six months from the date of that medical check that your visa is valid for. The visa allows you to enter the United mm-hmm. States, and then the 90 days starts, as I said. There we go. Okay. So the record has been set straight. I was yeah. like forgetting a bunch of these steps because it's been a couple years now. Yeah. Uh, I, it doesn't it doesn't actually matter also that his visa expires the next day. That has no bearing on whether or not he should be admitted. The visa is valid. Now, the visa was expired, obviously, then that's a problem. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But the fact that there was only a day left, that actually shouldn't impact whether or not he was going to be allowed in the country. I mean, most of this visa drama is always just nothing with with 90 days. So it's, you know, it's very rare that there's actual hiccups, especially if you've already been granted the K-1 visa. Mm-hmm. There, there's a very, very, very slim possibility you would be rejected at the border because you know how much work. Well, I don't know if you know how much work it was, but it was a lot of work to put together your 129F package. It was so much work. So they've already vetted you. You're going to be fine. Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, ultimately it was all for not. I said this on the pod last week, but essentially, if um, if I had a day left, I would never let it get to that point. For the visa just to be safe i would have left right. sooner uh yeah but anyway he's fine everything's fine he walks up they have a warm embrace there's tears there's happiness so that's good we like that that's very nice let's just get to her place so they get to her uh, place on the way oh. there yeah yes on the way there the nature mm-hmm. oh yeah look nature yeah she, she he loved the nature 
He yes. didn't expect it. He was very pleased with that. That's they what get- we do with Puya. My family, we go, look, Puya, nature. And we <laughs> point out nature. Yeah, it's like a constant <laughs> reminder of, hey, guy who doesn't leave his house. <laughs> well, Are you no. enjoying being outside? Look at these trees. <laughs> No, it's mainly just because you're being exposed to different biomes, right? Because like when we went through the uh the, Rocky the biomes. Mountains. Huh? No, no. You no, yeah, the Rocky Mountains. Come on. That was new for you, right? Yeah, it was I've seen better. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But see, that's what we were like, look, we are nature. Yeah, and I get that. I get that every car ride. It's it's fun. Mm-hmm. We have fun. Uh, have- um you know who doesn't have fun is Manuel when there are pets around. So Manuel gets to Ashley's place and immediately we are introduced to her dog and her cat. And Manuel doesn't like cats, Liana. Mm. Doesn't like cats. Doesn't think that cats benefit him. Which, do cats really benefit us? I mean, emotionally, yes. yes. But our girls are pretty useless if like anything were to happen. Uh, I mean, I'm not getting saved by clam or pearl. No, (laughs) no. And the dogs also, I don't, I don't know if this is a situation where, because I've had uh, like one of my exes, he was like, animals serve a purpose, right? Like your dog either should have a function. Your cat should have a function. They're not, he considered animals to be these functional things, not just, emotional family members. Now I came from a family where animals were very much family members. I love animals. They are amazing. I love cats. I love dogs. I love all animals. They're all cute. They could all sleep in my bed if uh, Puya was okay with that, because that was the other thing. We had this similar issue, not issue, because it was never really an issue, but I would sleep with the door open and the girls would come in and sleep with me. And then when Puya moved in, we started shutting the door and the girls had to get used to not sleeping in the bed. But sometimes when Puya is uh, was is still up, I'll open the door and I'll let the girls in and then they cuddle with me for a bit and then I kick them yeah, out. Well, to be on the record, it's not so much... I don't mind the cats like coming in and hanging out. When I lived alone, Winston was welcome whenever. It was fine. Um, It was just a combination of having cat hair all over me always was tough. (laughs) And then also Uh with our cats, Pearl is a loud girl. And having that proximity (laughs) access meant come 5 a.m. Pearl's like, hey, food. (laughs) Hey. Hey, (laughs) but she's going to wake me up, not you. You're going to sleep through it. But I've just gone to bed and I'm sensitive. Mm, No, you're not. When I first go to bed, it it takes a second to fall asleep. Once I'm asleep, I'm asleep. Yes, but doesn't mean that. Here's the thing. It'll take a lot to get me out of bed, but I can tune out noises. Cat yelling, not one of them. Yeah. So yeah, but they're so cute with their little faces. Mm-hmm. Aww, I love them. <laughs> they're great. We love our cats. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah. So it was funny that Manuel was just like, no, but I don't understand how that doesn't come up in, in conversation. I mean, honestly, though, they haven't talked about the fact that she's a witch. So why am I not surprised that the fact that the dogs sleep in the bed and are on the couch is not come up in conversation? 
classic 90 day like did y'all prepare at all for this no clearly not one thing that i i noticed was um she said and here's where the hot water comes from and he said why do you need hot water when it's hot outside and she said for showering and for doing dishes and then he said doing dishes with hot water that doesn't make sense i was confused wait what were you confused about is that a thing people say to do dishes with hot water yeah yeah oh my god did i tell you okay so when i was in high school i took a cooking class and part of the cooking class was also learning how to do the dishes and my teacher was very adamant about the correct way to do dishes by hand so we had you know the sink where it's not just one big sink there's two sinks there's like the thing in the middle that separates the two sinks so one of the sinks was supposed to be filled with hot water and soap hot 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 water and soap because it helps the soap cut through all of the grease and the grime and whatnot mm-hmm. on the plate. So that all goes in there. And then in the other sink is where you rinse, but you only rinse with cold water and then you dry the dishes and you put them away. So that is forever ingrained in my brain. How to do the dishes properly, according to my 10th grade cooking teacher. Well, good to know. Yeah. So it's a thing. That's also why the scrub daddy is different in hot and cold temperatures. Yeah, science. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if that's true. I just said that. I don't know. Okay. Um, so that was okay. So this is the big drama with that is the, the, the there's no door on the bedroom, and Manuel does not want uh Rico Suave, the dog, to be in the room with them to sleep. <sighs> okay. This was interesting because I will say it was weird that she took the door off the hinges. I understand keeping the door open, but don't you want the option to be able to shut the door to the bedroom unless like in our old apartment, because there was limited space, I did take the doors off of the closet or like one side of the closet because it just got in the way. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe it's a situation like that, but I feel like you would at least want the option of having a door. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I'm not quite sure either. But regardless, without the door, he's prepared to sleep on the couch, which I don't really understand because doesn't the dog and the cat have access to the yeah, couch? Yeah, there's no as door well? in the living room. Right. Or maybe there, maybe there is. Maybe you maybe, can't and we didn't the see room, it. But not the bedroom. I'm not sure. But yeah, <laughs> this was like a ton of drama, which gave us also one of the best quotes from Ashley, which is like, I've been through however many exes and guess who stays Rico mother effing suave. (laughs) Uh, I died at that quote. Yeah. Basically Rico suave is a king and can do whatever he pleases, whether or not Manuel is okay with it. So she's like, he's going to get used to it. That's it. Cause I guess Manuel has also been trying to convince Rico suave to not be on the couch and that's not working. I will tell you this. My mom has a similar mindset with pets. She doesn't want the pets on the furniture. Big mm-hmm. no-no. And if they're on the furniture, don't sit next to me is kind of where she's at. So with Winston, Winston learned basically after like a couple, a week or so, of my mom staying with me to mm-hmm. not sit on the couch with my mom and like to not even try it. So mm-hmm. I think Manuel will ultimately end up making that happen, but we'll see. I think he can pro- he can probably do it. Like the girls, w- when on the table, they won't be on the table when you're there, but they'll do it if I'm there. 
I know because you let them. <laughs> they get they I'm the same as Ashley. The dog the cats can go anywhere. They can do anything they want. They own me. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, be on the couch. That's cool. That's fine with me. But the, the table, that's where my food goes. Don't do it. I don't want hair in my food. Yeah, but you're not eating you're not eating off the table. You're I might as well. It's on the table. What do you mean you might as well? I would like the option. No, you don't. Yeah, but I would. No, listen, do we put our feet on the coffee table or do you tell me to take my feet off the coffee table? Yeah, you can put your feet on the coffee table. I don't care. Are, are you sure about that? Yeah. Okay, well, also, my feet are not in litter, so no. It's oh. different. Hmm. I guess so. See? I Okay, I win. Let me, it's a sure. rare win. Let me take it. Okay, yeah, you win. You okay, did a good job. You. All right, I appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, the other big drama with them is she brings up that she is a witch and Manuel says, you're not a witch. She's like, I am a witch. He's like, no, I don't think you're a witch. Witches are evil. And then she says, well, a witch to me is someone who uses spirituality to better their lives. And he looks up the definition. He's like, nope, the word witch is for someone who gets their magic from the devil. And you are not a witch, therefore, which I thought this was a ridiculous argument. But I just, I just don't understand. I mean, obviously they weren't together for the full 10 years, but they were together, then apart, then back together. How does this not come up in conversation? And didn't she think about how she wanted to communicate this? Like, if I knew that there was something that you were sensitive of, I would be, I would think about ways to better communicate that. So for example, she could say, hey, these are the things that I do. In America, some people might consider that to be witchcraft, but it's not this. Uh, like, you know, you would preface it instead of just being like, yeah, I'm a witch. Knowing that he has this very specific connotation of what that means. Yeah, I just feel like y'all need to stop this. Um, I feel like they both like, especially if he doesn't think that she's doing like devil stuff then fine, then you are okay with why do you care what she calls it? Why is it that big a deal to you? But that, uh, yeah, I just oh my god, I had like zero pa- I have zero patience for them already and we're two episodes in. <laughs> it's gonna be a long season. Yeah, it does not, it does not bode well. I'm like, no, come on. Uh, yeah, so this is my issue currently. I mean, we're two episodes in, so let me not come off pessimistic, but Having wa- having watched 90 Day Fiancés the other way side by side with this every week, because of The Last Resort, that episode is 40 some minutes and it follows four couples. There is no reason we should be following four couples for an hour and a half here because I mm-hmm. feel like we're, we don't have enough uh, problems, drama, good, bad, whatever. So it just feels stretched out and, and tiring because we're done. Ashley and Manuel, that was their story. Yeah. The, the yeah. door... The cat, the witch. That's it. Those are the three things. <laughs> and yeah, she's already crying. And it's the first night. Like, I can't imagine. So when Puya came to the United States, uh, we it was the start of quarantine. And I remember because the week before I had had a fever. So it was like, oh, my God, I didn't have like terrible symptoms, but I couldn't get tested. Remember, this was mm. right at the beginning of COVID. So I did not go to the airport to pick Puya up. Friends of mine, friends of ours went to go pick Puya up from the airport. So that first night was like us in the house. And I just 
cannot. Did I cook or something? Or did I have food for you? I you don't had remember. food. I had some food that you had made already. Okay. So, like, we had a very lovely first evening. I just can't imagine crying and being in a fight that first night. That just seems so... That's that that does not bode so, well in my opinion. There's there's fighting and then there's like a fight so bad that you take a smoke break for, you know? Like as a former smoker, <laughs> there's not been many there's been instances where I've been like I'm leaving this room and I'm going outside and I'm having one. Uh yeah. this did not for me give that especially in the middle of like y'all were eating. Again, I didn't think this was that big a conflict, but if this is getting y'all to here I'm worried to see what's to come for the two of you. Yeah, I mean, to me, the witch thing was probably going to be the biggest conflict, which is essentially like she has a profession that he does not approve of. Like fundamentally, that's right. kind of what it is. So obviously that is going to be drama. I did not predict the door to be an issue, if I'm being honest. Uh, I, I, I don't even know where they go from here. Is it just going to be three months of no, I'm not. A, I, I am a witch, but I don't do the things that you think I do. Is it going to be that know. for three months? I hope not. I hope this. I hope not too, but who knows? We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next time on does show them uh, talking to uh, Ashley's mom, who is not oh, yeah. really approving of Manuel. So that'll be fun. Can't wait to see how that plays out. Yeah, they got a lot going against them. Yeah, the next couple we see is Nikki and Igor. Now, last week we said Nikki and Justin, and I said, I'm going to wait and see what Igor, what Justin calls himself. And Justin introduces himself as Igor and says, my family calls me Igor, but Nikki calls me Justin. And I thought, I guess I'll run with Igor if you are running with Igor. So. Okay. This is a very specific reference. Uh, So in South Park, Uh, the character of Paris Hilton like adopts Butters and renames him and Mm -hmm. it's giving the same vibes like Nikki adopted Justin and renamed him (laughs) this does not feel like an equal relationship especially because Justin is just like yeah that's what she calls me (laughs) even though he calls himself as you mentioned Igor his friends call him that so I don't know. Yeah, I again, a choice, an absolute mm-hmm. choice here. But their storyline also did not move at all, I felt. So they the whole thing with last week was the setup of Nikki is going to be going to Moldova. Um they are they have applied for 90 day, but they haven't finished. Uh they're not through, it's not been approved yet, but they're going to do a trip to Moldova to again check the compatibility com- compatibility Wow, I biffed that. Uh, To check the compatibility and kind of see where they're at because they are rekindling this relationship after having failed it once before. And it was just more build up to that and we didn't really see much. Yeah. uh, I pretty much learned nothing new, although it was very interesting. So Nikki's packing and her mother comes over to help her pack and that was actually quite emotional because you know, Nikki's mom didn't initially accept her when Nikki Mm -hmm. told her that she wanted to transition or that she was transitioning. And her mom, that can one confessional that her mom gives where she's super emotional over not being around when Nikki was transitioning and feels like really bad and really guilty about that. And it's because she, like she just didn't understand. And now she has such love for her daughter and just wants her daughter to be with people who care about her. That was so sweet. 
that was easily my favorite moment of the like their entire segment because it was just it felt so real like that moment felt very real coming from her mom and especially a lot of the struggles that you know queer and trans youth have to deal with and building those relationships with their their family so i really like that moment otherwise pretty much nothing i learned nothing else new yeah, I agree. I feel like seeing mom talk about uh, everything and really show how she said, I'm, I'm going to regret that for the rest of my life for, you know, kind of not being she was like, it wasn't that she didn't love Nikki. It's that she didn't understand. And that put distance between them. And she regrets that distance that they had. And now she is worried for Nikki going to Moldova and not being accepted because the whole thing is Nikki has met Igor's family before. But this was before they knew that uh, she's trans. So now the question being, are they going to be accepting? But also Igor has mentioned that uh, they are um, very narrow minded in Moldova and that trans people aren't really uh, people that are seen there or people don't really have relationships with people that are trans there. We do get a little bit of information from Igor's friend who Sergey is like one of the few people in his life that has been accepting of Nikki. And we hear that uh, Igor has lost friends in the process, in this process. So it really is sad. And, but we didn't, they, we haven't seen them interact together yet. So their drama as a couple on 90 day is not here yet. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because I don't really, so obviously Nikki grew up and transitioned in a time where if you think being trans and just trying to live a trans existence is difficult now. I mean, imagine Nikki is what 47 now. I think she said she transitioned around 20 or something like that is, I mean, obviously she had sort of dealt with a lot of body dysmorphia and gender dysphoria issues before that. So this was, you know, 30 plus or, you know, almost 30 years ago, right. Something close to that. So I I can't imagine the struggle that she's been through and I don't really care about the storyline of like will other random Moldovian citizens accept her. I'm much more interested in her and Justin's specifically their relationship and also with Justin's parents because we sort of have the teasers throughout the season of issues with intimacy and sort of Justin coming to terms with this and what that means says about him and also him learning to accept her fully a hundred percent. So I'm sort of more interested in that than what we've been told thus far is the big drama. Like what TLC is trying to tell us is the drama. Yeah. So we're still on the lookout. I'm again, I would like for us to get them both in the same place, get Nikki to Moldova so we can dive on in on their relationship some more, which mm-hmm. will happen next week. Yeah. So yep, yep, yep. tune in for that. Should be good. Um, and, you know, hopefully everything's good. I feel like I, I like both of them. I feel like it sounds like they're giving everything a, a second try. And I hope I hope it works out. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm I'm probably the most interested in their interpersonal dynamics of all of the groups so far especially oh. because they had already been together uh, or all the couples so far mm-hmm. which is also I'm a little interested by I'm curious to see them one on one physically in the same place okay well you're saying all of this and my question to you is what do you have against our final couple in Sophie and Rob 
Oh my God, they're so boring. <laughs> I'm sorry, but they're so boring. I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but literally this entire episode is Rob shows up at the airport to me, Sophie, does a stupid dance. Oh my God, wait, wait, don't speed run this. We, <laughs> okay. they, they're boring. We don't have a lot of content. Let's, let's focus up. So we saw him last week, pra not practicing choreography, but literally figuring out what the choreography should be for this special <laughs> dance he wants to do for Sophie at the airport. When I tell you, if you are, you were a listener of this podcast that doesn't watch the show, mid would be very pleasant description of this dancing. It was bad. He just kind of like shuffled his feet a bit, right? Yeah, like, there was a little bit did. of feet movement, but like, Sophie turned the corner to come over to him and he said, stop. And he's like standing by where the carts are. And then there is way too much distance. He should have said stop a little later. Um, it was way too much space <laughs> in between the two of them. Yeah. He didn't even get closer to her. There was no because, you know, I think Aswellu set the benchmark for doing something special at an airport. Even uh, Jabri did better with Miona when he laid out the the little was it a carpet he had laid out at the airport or something like that? Yeah. This was half-assed. It was the red carpet, I believe, is what he did. Yeah. Yeah. Rob. Yeah, Rob is is a, a an interesting character. I totally co-sign everything that you said. The distance also really made me laugh. She was so far away from him. <laughs> and it's not like you really needed to be far enough back to get the whole perspective of his little feet shuffle. In fact, being closer probably would have helped. But he also doesn't really blink in confessionals. So that's like there's something a little bit bizarre about that. I, I can't help. But in the confessionals, he's like staring into my soul. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he does that. And then he says that he, he, you know, he's got a perfect plan for this airport meet. First of all, the dance, then a super sweet proposal because he never gave her a proper proposal, then a candlelit dinner. So tell me, how is this a super sweet proposal when they're walking? They're almost at the exit. And he's like. Oh, and by the way, uh, will you marry me? <laughs> like, where's the speech? Why is this happening in the by the exit door? Why? Okay, I I don't understand because either do it with the dance or do it at the dinner. What is with this weird a hundred feet later? All of a sudden, now I'm going to propose to you. If it was so, <laughs> I important, wanted to actually propose to you. Though is the quote he used. If it was so important that he actually, quote, actually proposes to her before they get out of the uh, airport, which seemed to be critical to him. It was like, if you're going to love L.A., you have to love me first or something. Do it when you do the dance. I mean, honestly, he could have done it when they got stuck in the elevator. But, you know, ah, too early. <laughs> too early apparently yeah and then they get stuck in the elevator which this was <laughs> the most nothingest of nothing uh issues so she kept saying that he pushed the button too many times and it caused the elevator to get stuck that is not how elevators work well something clearly broke like i don't know how exactly it broke but the door now doesn't open again. Although I think the elevator he pressed wasn't really the emergency moving. stop or something by mistake is what That's I thought. What I, 
That's what I think, too, because it seemed to be pretty easy, the ultimate reset, because they end up calling, you know, elevators have the little like (laughs) call for help button. They press the button and the guy on the phone, the elevator phone was able to fix it remotely. So it clearly just needed to like be reset or something. And then they were able to like she ended up being able to use the elevator. So see with how comfortably the call person said is that elevator one okay you're done i have uh-huh. like oh, this happens a lot they've just not sorted this out before this I, just think so too. I think so too yeah. the fact that they fixed it so quickly and yeah exactly the guy knew exactly what to do common yeah and i love that um she then takes the uh, he says oh, i'm gonna go get the car i'll just bring it here because they did end up going up to the fourth floor they stayed on the first level and he was going to bring the car down to her. She ends up taking the elevator up and says, yeah, you know, I, it worked fine when I did it. So you did it wrong. And he was so upset. Like he, he's like, you ruined the vibe. It's like, sir, your dancing ruined the vibe. First of all, uh, second of all, I'm like, yeah, this is a fight worth fighting for me. Sophie, I don't know why you're pushing the point of this elevator. It's not that deep. Y'all got stuck. You got out. It's fine. Let's move on. I she was definitely cranky, right? Because she had yeah. not really slept but on a plane for twenty four. Yeah, exactly. So I think that it was probably the result of of just being cranky. Because you know, sometimes when you're just cranky and you know you shouldn't talk, like pick a fight, but you still kind of do it anyway because you're just so cranky or like you are a little bit snippy uh, with people. I think that that was probably the situation for Sophie because. I'm not going to lie. I could 100% imagine being in that situation, the two of us. <laughs> oh, for sure. Where I'm like, this is not that big a deal. And you're like, well, you did it wrong. Okay, but you like, press Well, you don't now. have to say that. It's done. We can move on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just it next time do cute. it this way. I, I, I'm cute. happy that... Well, I'm happy that, yes, it did continue to elevate. Uh, no pun intended. But... It didn't end up there was no crying or yelling or anything, which I know the bar is in hell, but that to me was a good sign. Yeah, ultimately, everything's fine. They're fine. The world's fine. They're driving home and we hear more again about the what this is going to be the recurring issue with these two where she doesn't feel safe in the neighborhood that they're in. Um, He downplays it, says, you know, I've heard a gunshot once or twice in three years. She's like, that's too many times. Um, And then he shows her the room and everything looks to be fine. But again, we've talked about his place last week. This is not a place for the two of them to stay at. I do. I do anticipate her wanting to move out sooner rather than later. And him kind of being like, no, it's fine. We'll be fine here. I'm yeah, this is giving Miona and Jabri with the yeah, we're just going to be temporarily in my parents place that he Mm -hmm. promised her. And then obviously, you know, they were there for a long period of time. So I I'm curious to see how this is going to go. I don't know what their financial situation is like, because obviously, it's going to be expensive if they want to move to a different place. I don't know. She obviously she can't work. I don't know if her family would provide money based on the fact that her grandfather seemed to be the wealthy one. I'm not 100% sure exactly, as I said. So I don't know how feasible it is for them to move. 
Yeah, we'll see if uh, they end up choosing to move when they move, how they move. But for now, it doesn't look like they're going to go anywhere. And next week, they're going to fight about potential cheating allegations. So let's see. Looks like next week we're going to have more drama. So we'll find out. Also, next week, Gino and Jasmine. Jasmine does let Gino know that she used the wedding uh, dress money on butt implants. So uh, Mm -hmm. fun times all around coming next week, Liana. But we do thank you for being here with us for this week. As always, we do love having you on the 90 Day Fiancé podcast. Hopefully, we'll get you again this season. But who knows? We'll see if uh, you end up keeping up or not. But for now, let the people know where can they find you, what are the projects you have going on. Yes, you can find me on Twitter at Liana R-H-A-P. This is a busy week for Liana. I'm being a little busy bee buzzing around. I have Mass Singer, of course, with Puya. We're going to be covering that for this week. Also, Lego Masters is coming back. Marisa and I are going to cover episodes two, three, and four this week. I am also, what else am I doing? Nine day crime scene. I'm going to be on crime scene. I'm actually really excited. I already watched the documentary. It's the greatest show never made. It's on Amazon. So I'm going to be talking about that on crime scene. And then, of course, the B&B chugging along with Survivor. There we go. Thank you, Liana. Y'all can find me on Twitter at Puyaism. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. That is where I am when I'm not podcasting. So come through and say hi. I would appreciate it. As far as my podcast go, Traders Canada episode three is out. We did that recap and we conducted exit interviews with the second person banished and murdered from the show. So you can check those out as well. And Big Brother is almost done, but not done yet. I'll be on the recap this Tuesday and also I will be doing the live feed update on Fridays until the season is over and Liana and I will be talking Mass Singer this week as well it's Elton John Knight on Mass Singer so I'm excited to see what that entails with Group B we do appreciate you being here with us we hope you had fun on the Hot Mess Express we have arrived at the destination though but until next time take care have a good one bye how many days are you gonna wait Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.